coffee date was conceptualized around going into the heart of communities and being at the center of it. And we thought, how do we do that? We, we go to a coffee shop. That's where people get their morning cup. That's where people talk. That's where people gather. That's where they create relationships with either the barista, someone standing at the till. Maybe they see the regular faces in their community. So we go into communities and we talk about what is your issue? What is your problem? What is your concern? And today we are Truth Coffee in the heart of the Cape Town CBD in Batenkant Street. I, I love the CBD. I love the CBD in the morning. I, I lived here for a very, very short time just of Long Street. And Saturdays and Sunday mornings were the most magical time because, yes, the streets smell a little bit of ammonia and um, stale beer, but I enjoyed it. It was absolutely wonderful. I enjoy the buzz. I enjoy the people, including the good elements, the bad elements. This city is the same as any other world city. There's unemployment, there's, home, there's homelessness, there's crime, there's substance. In the South African context, there's load shedding. Now, part of, 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 of the situations and the issues in this particular city. So this morning we thought we'd ask the local ward councillor, Francine Hyam, to join us, as well as Rob Kane. He's the, the chairman of the Cape Town Central Improvement district and i i want to use this opportunity if you are a resident of ward 77 if you are a business owner in ward 77 if you are someone who passes through every single day and this ward the cbd affects you call in ask your elected representatives and ask rob kane who has something to do in this cbd 021 Four four six zero five six seven. Drop me a WhatsApp. Oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. But Rob Francine, thanks so much for joining us, Francine. I, I'll, I'll start with you being the the political uh, representative, the elected head of this particular ward, the CBD. It's it's a, it's a pretty nice gig, pretty difficult gig to have. You're dealing with issues of business, of tourism, of hospitalities in the heart of the CBD, but around you're also dealing with the suburban issues of. You know, of residents and refuse and water and electricity. How have you found being a councillor of, of this particular ward? Good morning, Lester, and thank you so much for inviting me today on your coffee date. Mm. It's wonderful to be here. So I must actually clarify, there are two ward councillors that mm. cover this area. Councillor Ian McMahon is responsible for Ward 115, and that's the CBD area. I'm actually the City Bowl mm. area, so that's Ward 77, and I think it's the best ward. It includes the beautiful Burkhop, uh, Tambuskloof, Friedehoek, Oranjezicht, and um, some of the District 6 area up until Chapel Street. Mm. So my focus is pretty much on the residential, the City Bowl area. And then, but I work very, very closely with Councillor Ian McMahon and the CCID and our other community-based organisations who are focused within the CBD. Mm. Uh, we touched on it in the beginning of the show with, with Henriette Kaldenes and particularly talking about hospitality and the nightlife um, sector of, of the city. Um, this city, like any other world city or, or, or comparative democracies, have the issues of um, protection rackets, extortion rackets, issues around people who want to muscle in and control parts of the nightlife. There was a suggestion from Henriette, what if we had a um, rent-a-cop system instead of having a police officer every second or third block that there is some sort of um, ring-fenced rates or rental that, you know, pays for the overtime of, uh, of of a cop 
in that particular area to stand outside every single bar and club. But what's your thoughts generally on safety in the city? Um, so safety is definitely a challenge and um, you know ultimately the mandate for safety and security sits with SAPS and as the ward councillors we have to work very closely with those organisations. Um, just We're actually very close to SAPS Central Station which is just down the road and we work very closely with Brigadier Stunder and the police officers that are deployed from there. There are obviously resourcing challenges and that's where the city comes in, in that we deploy additional resources through our law enforcement and Metro Police. Last year we added another 100 boots on the ground to to the CBD area and that also benefits obviously my ward the city bowl um, in that we've got more boots on the ground to actually support and address safety concerns to your question about the renter cup um, there are there is an ability for ward councillors to allocate ward allocation funding to deploy a law enforcement officer to a particular area that might be a hotspot and I know that that's been utilized in the past but actually our CCD CCID they also have a security you know that is essentially a, in a way a, a rent mm. a cup system where um, residents or business owners um, are charged a levy that goes to the CCID which provides extra security mm. for the area and I must say the CCID also um, provide an excellent service in that regard and the CCID security has augmented particularly uh, law enforcement within the CBD city bell area Rob yeah Lester it has it's probably a very good day to be talking about it because we've just changed our security provider today so as from today, we will have uh, 300 guards, approximately 300 guards, 24 hours a day uh, in the city. So it's a good choice of day. Um, and I think you need to know that each of those guards has a body-worn camera. Mm. And it's, a, it's a quite a sophisticated device. It continually records. So when there's an incident, the guard presses the device on his chest, and it captures the previous 30 seconds of recording. Mm. So that's been really good for, one, crime prevention, but two, understanding what went on mm. at the scene. And to be honest, to also to tidy up the act of the security mm. guards, because <laughs> everything's recorded. So it's, it's a big factor. Uh, the, the, the profile of the City Bowl resident is also changing. We have a lot of student accommodation. More is being built uh, closer to the, the station. There's a big uh, uh, development happening, particularly looking at student accommodation. We're seeing a lot of young people moving and living in the CBD. Of course, nightlife and entertainment is also uh, part of you know what young people do, but that also means walking around and accessibility, particularly at night. Is, is, is the plan for new security guards to provide a walkable city particularly at night? Absolutely. Uh, I guess there's two things. One is the SID has deployed a lot more resources as from this morning into safety and security and I think that's important. Two is that we work very closely with the city. It really is a partnership. And we meet with the mayor once a month. Uh, it's a short meeting. It's a very instructive meeting. Uh, and we discuss problems and uh, between us we fix it. So that's important. But the other thing is there's a lot more residential apartments and living coming into the city. We think in about a year, 18 months, there's going to be about 9,000 units. That's a lot of people. And you can either perceive that as a negative, or you can think about, well, what do these people want to do at night? And they will want entertainment, and they'll want to watch football, and many other things. They want to live, they want to take a stroll so, at night. So there's opportunities there, and obviously the SID and the city, we need to respond to that mm. and make sure that those streets are safe.
in the SID we're piloting a quite exhaustive CCTV project. We've taken an area of the SID and we are deploying a lot of cameras into that area and those will be monitored 24 hours. And Lester, we're going to see. We're going to see if it works. And then we can modify it and, and, and go on. I've heard somewhere that Cape Town, the CBD is probably one of the most monitored spaces in, in the world. If I can recall, there are plenty of CCTV closed circuit cameras. Is that correct? Without doubt in South Africa. Mm. I, I can say that confidently. Uh, I can't say we can say that worldwide, mm. but we are certainly upping our game. And what we're finding is individual landlords are putting up CCTV outside their buildings and those feeds go to their front desks. So if there is something that they're not happy with outside, each individual, individual building owner can respond immediately to that. And that's, that's been certainly we put outside all our buildings and that's been very effective. 021-446-0567 on our coffee date this morning. We're speaking to Francine Hyam, who is the councillor for Ward 77 here in the City Bold area. Uh, Rob Kane is the chairperson of the Cape Town Central Improvement District. Do you particularly have as a resident, as a business owner, as someone who just passes through the city you come to work every single day and what you see what you feel what you hear what you smell affects you 021-446-0567 francine heim is the councillor of ward 77 francine uh, the mayor has already announced the, the development of two new safe spaces uh, for what the city calls transitional shelter facilities 330 shelter beds will be provided but just from what i see and what i can calculate there are more than 330 people who experience homelessness in this city How, what are the plans to augment this particularly if there have already been applications for eviction notices for many small encamp encampments dotted around the city bowl Yes, Lester. So homelessness is definitely a, a big challenge that we face here in the city. Um, you're correct. The mayor has um, made big announcements about additional accommodation, emergency accommodation that is being built in the city. But that is not the only accommodation. We've got an upcoming budget. I'm very confident that there will be further announcements of additional emergency accommodation being provided over the next three years. Um, I think the challenge at the moment that we face is also just finding the space. So, um, you know, it might be that going forward, some of that accommodation will be outside of the CBD area um, and yes I mean that is the, the focus at the moment we have to be able to provide the um, a dignified alternative shelter for those living on the streets so that we can return our public spaces back to their use their original uh, use. There was a question from uh, I think it was Wahid earlier what does transitional housing mean does it mean essentially escorting or moving people outside of the CBD. Um, why he'd use the example of Blakistow. He used the example of Volverefi. It definitely gives the impression that the city somewhat just wants to remove poor and homeless people out of the CBD and just take them somewhere else. 
Hospital Leicester. So um, anyone coming into our shelters is offered um, an opportunity to work with our social assistance team. We help them get IDs. The idea is to really help people get off the street and get them into a fixed appointment. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of our efforts are to reunite them with families. Sometimes they come from other areas. So then, um, you know, we'll help them. Let's say they, they might come from the Eastern Cape and want to return home but don't have the costs or the, the financial means to do so. Then we try and help them do that as well. It really is about helping people find alternate employment and um, a dignified living. 021-446-0567. John is calling from Seapoint. Good morning, John. Morning, Lester, and your guests. I'm not actually in Seapoint. I'm in Greenpoint. And I have two I'm units. in Greenpoint. In, yeah, I've got two units in Victoria Junction. One is residential and one is office. And um, I'm, I'm negotiating the sale of one of them. And then the buyer asked to see all the costs associated. And for the first time ever, I already studied my monthly account from the managing agent. And I see CID uh, charges. And I queried with the uh, managing agent's um, Robbie property group. And I said, Where, what is this all about? And they said, oh, well, I've owned these units for 11 years. I didn't know that the body corporate had decided to support CID a concept which I've resisted at my house in, in Bentley Bay because I, I've got enough security and, and pay a security company. I don't want extra, particularly not on the value, based on the value of my property, which I think is unfair because it's, it's not a fixed charge uh, or an equal charge. Um, the point that I want to ask your, your guest, Rob, I think his name is, is I have now, since I've discovered this, that it's been going on for several years, I've never seen the presence of CID in my area, Prestwich Street or Ebenezer Road or anywhere around here. We have people that make public disturbance in the road quite often, and I don't understand what we get for our money. Can you explain? Rob? Thanks, John. Uh, John, I think there's a couple of things. One is... I'm chairman of the Cape Town City Improvement District, so the area you're talking about is in fact outside of our boundary. But John, I do know there is a City Improvement District functioning there. Uh, the role of the SID is really quite simple. One, it provides top-up safety and security services for the city. It provides additional cleaning, uh, provides social workers on the street, and the fourth thing is it provides marketing and communications. So. If you're not seeing those security guards in your particular area, I think you need to contact the Greenpoint SID. If you just Google that number and uh, and make your your presence felt, I'm sure you'll see a response to that. Um, as regards you having a choice or not having a choice, the, the way it works is when a SID wants to be formed, they talk to all the property owners in that area, in a very well-defined area, and we need 50% plus one vote. We then have a mandate to build said levies. And, John, I'm not sure what your personal experience is, but I can't tell you how few times in the last 21, 22 years people have come to me and said, I'm not happy paying a said levy. It really is extremely unusual. So I think that's something that you could probably rectify in your area very easily, just contacting the, the relevant said. Uh, Francine, I'll let you take this one. Um, well, simply, what about stamping out public urination? I, I know, and I don't know if the, 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 the public facilities work anymore. I, I know that there was a, a public ablution block in, in Green Market Square. I don't know if it's still operational. There was a public ablution block uh, on what is now um, uh, 
what used to be Kaisergracht. Um, I don't know if that's still operational. And if you want to stamp out public relieving of people, uh, relieving of oneself, you provide facilities. Where are the facilities in the city ball? to Rob on this because um, I, I don't know the specifics in this area but I can say that over the years it does so I'm a new councillor when I came in I found a number of ablution blocks in some of my city parks that have been closed down for many years so Bryan Street Park there by Burnside Park um, and so on and it, it has I, I don't know maybe it was just because that they weren't utilised as much and then over the years especially now as our streets have been occupied, um, there has definitely been an increased demand. We do also, you know, a lot of Uber drivers I've definitely noticed as well, you know, sometimes they're waiting for a delivery um, and it would be helpful to provide them with ablution facilities as well. So we are looking at that as a city and identifying where those can be um, reopened, maintained, got back into a working condition and then obviously reopened under a management contract. Um, But I do know that the CCID has also been dealing with this issue in the CBD area and has come up with a trial project if I'm not mistaken. You spoke about Greenpoint uh, toilet block there, and that's actually quite difficult to to control for the city improvement district. So what we've done is we've got two locations in the city, and you know those portable toilets? I don't know what they're called. Portaloos. Portaloos, thank you. Uh, We've got two spots in the city, and those are for the public and for vagrants. So what we have noticed in that area is there's not a need for the homeless to defecate in doorways early in the morning because there's now a viable alternative for them. And these toilets are cleaned, they're open 24 hours a day and they're clean 24 hours why, a day. Why, why Portaloos? Why can't the city invest in fixed brick and mortar structures with proper plumbing and flushable facilities, which also provides a level of dignity? Lester, it's, we just trial things. Mm. In the SID, we are trying different things the whole time. You know, this new CCTV project where we saturate the the area with CCTV. We're just busy with so many things like that. So we test it out, and we talk it over with the city, and then the city may implement it. I I don't know. To be honest, it's very expensive for us to run it. So we don't necessarily want to be doing that all the time. But we have proven it's a very good public facility to have. Mm. And, you know, then the other thing, Lester, is... If somebody is urinating against your doorway, you can actually point to the portaloo and say, this is actually not cool. It's not necessary. You do have alternatives. Uh, up until now, they haven't had many alternatives. And if I was homeless, that's probably what I'd need to do. So it's a, it's a good alternative yeah, for them. I, I personally think it's beyond with the homeless if I'm walking through the CBD and I'm looking, I'm looking for a facility I don't want to have to go into a, a takeaway store and having to buy just one drink to go to you know the usual I want to walk down the city block and I want to see oh there's a public facility which is clean and maintained and all that but Rob Kane, Francine Hyam, thanks so much for joining us really appreciate your time thank you so much 